This is the Front Page Podcast from the Red and Black. I'm your host, Asia McDonald. In this episode, I'm sitting down with Liz Rymerev, Red and Black Fall Semester Editor-in-Chief, to discuss first-time experiences and taking risks when going after what you want in college. Support for the podcast is provided by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership. For more information, visit grady.uga.edu slash coxinstitute. I just want to welcome Liz to the show and thank you for joining me in the podcast studio. Thanks for having me. I want you to talk about yourself a little bit and your journey to the University of Georgia. Yeah, so I am definitely not a very traditional student, maybe, perhaps, especially with um, journalism major. I think I've switched my majors so many times, but before we get into that, I grew up in Cumming, Georgia. I'm from Forsyth County, and I originally applied to the University of Georgia to be part of the pre-veterinary track. So I was always kind of on the STEM pathway, looking looking forward to healthcare and everything. And the biggest thing was with that pathway, I really wanted to do a lot of animal advocacy work and somehow tie that in with being a veterinarian. And I ended up developing allergies to animals, (laughs) which is kind of unfortunate, but That's kind of was like the universe's way, I think of it, of just kind of steering me towards a different path. And so I've always been better with writing and just kind of I'm more of a visual person as well. So I kind of just stumbled into journalism my junior year of college and I switched my major from pre-vet to journalism. And when I did that, first thing I thought of of how to get experience was just remembering seeing the red and black boxes everywhere in newspapers and I thought maybe I should get involved with this if it has to do with journalism Um, and yeah I started out on the culture desk and then moved to the eat and drink desk and then I was a senior guides editor last semester and now I'm the editor-in-chief for the fall Wow, Liz, thank you for sharing that journey. That is definitely, definitely a journey, honestly. (laughs) I would say, what is the concept of taking risk for you in college? Because I mean, you even taking a risk just to change your majors and not really knowing anything about journalism is like a pretty big deal. Yeah, so it's funny because one of my resolutions for the new year every single year is to take more risks and to just step out of my comfort zone. Because I think that's the only way that people can get real life experiences that's personal to them in a way that's pretty transformative. And taking that risk of completely changing my major from STEM, going into pre-healthcare, switching 180 to more of an artsy, artistic kind of writing, visual background and like career path was definitely a huge jump for me. Um, It was a really big leap of faith it was a really big leap of faith but I also think that the concept of um, taking risks in college is something that every freshman should do I think that taking a risk of just coming to college is a risk itself and I think that finding the people in your life who support you during those times when you do take that leap of faith is ultimately what holds people together during those uncomfortable times so when I changed my major completely um, I had my family there to just kind of support me I had my friends with me and then when I joined the red and black I had people there who were as passionate about kind of the type of vision I had for my career 
and they kind of shared that same vision for their career so it was really interesting to see that and just kind of grow together with them and yeah take that risk of being in an organization together I love that journey for you and I would say other than you changing your your major later on in your college stint what is another risk that you have taken during your college tenure that I would say has paid off for you I think the first thing that comes to mind, which you can also also attest to, is studying abroad. Um, both of my roommates studied abroad last semester in Spain, and my me and my friends are all involved with the international student life and the exchange life program, and we uh, meet a lot of international students, and the biggest thing that they say is that they're so excited to experience other world cultures and just take that risk themselves and just learn more about the world, and I think that that's something that everyone should do so when I was looking at study abroad programs and I saw that there was environmental journalism which I'm passionate about and it was in Cuba and I thought that was a really really unique opportunity to kind of step out of my comfort zone and not just go towards a more traditional study abroad route to like Europe or maybe like South Africa or somewhere but instead let's go to a country that's kind of built built up their walls a bit and um just to like kind of experience a different type of world. So I think that was really um, transformative. <laughs> and I know that we were roommates in we Cuba. Were, we were. So we both grew a lot in those short two to three weeks, but it was really cool to watch everyone else in our group also kind of grow and change their perspective on their own life. Um, yeah. I agree with you. <clears throat> I think especially like how you were talking about us being roommates in Cuba, you were one of my first roommates that I have had in like, I wouldn't say like two years. And so that was like a really scary experience. But I'm, I honestly am really glad to share that with you and getting a tattoo. That was like the first, that was yes. the first two. So I feel like we've had a lot of like growth in this short amount of time. And it has been, I can say, I can attest for me, it has been because of a great support system, whether it be professors, family, friends, and you can attest to it too as well. Can you elaborate more on that? Like how it, having how having a great support system enables you to have the privilege in order to take risks? Yes. So... I think that especially in the journalism career, taking risks is the only way to not really get ahead, but just make those steps for yourself. And um, the biggest thing is becoming editor-in-chief this semester was um, a question that I debated a lot when I was applying for this position, and I really wanted to ask myself why I was doing it and who else would do it if not me then I don't know I felt like that um it ultimately kind of fell to me to kind of step up and take that risk and take on this really big leadership role and I've never really had that much responsibility this much responsibility in a role like this and so first thing I did was go to my um, mentors in my college and I if you guys don't have mentors, please do. Just find that one person, that one professor who you look up to, that you go to for advice all the time, and keep going for advice. I think I 
go to my professors maybe every single day and I can think of two of them that I just, if I knock on their door, then they know it's me because I'm there every day with a question or with a comment about an internship, about my role at the Red and Black or about classes or life in general. And I think that when I applied to be editor-in-chief and I got it, I went to, to both of them and I just kind of sat down and talked with them and said, how can I best succeed in this role? What are your best tips? What are your best tricks? And one of them was a previous Red and Black editor-in-chief, um, Professor Lori Johnston, shout out, hi. So she really helped me kind of focus my vision and like turn to those people who have been in your role before or have taken that same risk that you're wanting to and see what worked for them learn from their mistakes and as well as learn from your own don't be afraid to make mistakes because that's the only way that you can learn and then also have those people who are in your corner who can call you out on things if something doesn't go well and you are kind of blindsided by it and then they can just check in with you and say hey this isn't working maybe you can do this instead and those people are also really good to have in your life as well another one an opportunity came up to intern in Atlanta this summer and cover democracy and housing issues through a photo visual lens. And before then, all the internships I applied to was all for writing. And this was when I wanted to be a writer. But when I applied to all those internships, it was when I wanted to do writing only and I got rejected from everything. And I'm really glad that I got rejected from all of that because then I wouldn't have the opportunity that I did this past summer to really fall in love with photojournalism and really take it on and just get the experience of being outside of school and a real life job doing what I love and that kind of secured it more for me that this is what I want to do and also it kind of taught me that when one door closes another opens and that is so true with anything even outside of career or school, if a friendship doesn't work, someone else is going to come in. If a relationship doesn't work, there's always going to be someone else. If, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for sharing that, honestly, and giving and being vulnerable with us in that experience, because I feel a lot of people think that, like, once you, if I go after those big opportunities and I don't get it, then I, I guess I'm not good enough or I shouldn't do it or like anything yeah. like that. And you didn't take that perspective, which I really do appreciate you didn't. And I think you touched on something that is really, that is a privilege as well as being able to have opportunities outside of school because getting an internships and having jobs outside of school, learning in the journalism field is a completely different world than us actually learning in an academic setting. So with that being a, was that your first internship? Yes, my very first outside journalism experience, which was really cool. And so how did that experience, what was the parallel between being learning journalism in an academic setting and learning it in the real world? I was very lucky enough to be in a small newsroom. And so it was really cool for me to be kind of accepted into the newsroom right away from day one. Um, they sent me to cover the Cop City Council hearings in Atlanta on my very first day, and they put so much trust in me and my abilities just from meeting me in an hour, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, 
and then some of my friends who were at the bigger kind of publications didn't get to do their first assignment until maybe until July so a month later afterwards so it was really cool to be able to do that and just experience it real life and then also um, getting and also going to those events I got to meet other journalists from publications in Atlanta and get to network and connect with them and just kind of listen to them about the best ways to go about career things in Atlanta, especially with journalism. And it was really cool. And the biggest difference between a student media outlet and a traditional news kind of city publication is that in a student media setting, you get to mess up and you get to kind of start from scratch over and over again every semester. If you make a mistake, there are people there to pick you up and support you and you get to learn and you train. So that way, whenever you get to your very first big job, then you kind of already know what's happening. And so taking a risk with being in clubs and organizations and messing up is something that is necessary for growth. And that way, when you do mess up in after post-grad or in your internships outside of school, which inevitably you will make a mistake, and then it's not as bad because you've already had the experience of kind of picking yourself up and then... It was really nice to be in that small newsroom because if I did make a mistake, then I heard it directly from the reporter that I worked with or from my copy editor or from the boss. And it was just a really cool training opportunity. And I learned a lot about leadership from them as well, which was really cool. I would say what's the best piece of advice that you have experienced from, say, your freshman year all the way up into your senior year? The biggest piece of advice for anyone and everyone, school or not in school, is to really and truly look inside and find the passions that you have that make your heart sing and follow those um, and make a career out of it So, and take those risks. <laughs> so when I went from pre-vet to journalism, I thought that writing was the only thing that I could do. And don't get me wrong, I love writing. It's a lot of fun. Um, But I thought it was just news, feature writing, investigations. I thought that was it. And that words were going to be the only vessel for journalism. And when I stepped out of my comfort zone and took intro to photojournalism, I kind of saw my worldview shift in journalism. And my whole perspective on my career changed as well and I realized that I love the visual element of telling stories and hearing from other people and showing other people images that I capture in a way that is visually captivating and those are and getting to tell those stories and meeting those people gives me chills and it's just I feel it's important to me to be able to go out and tell those stories. So find something in your life that is important to you, that keeps you up at night, that you are willing to wake up in the morning really early and go take a portrait at 7 a.m. with a person you just met, or you're willing to spend your entire Saturday or your entire weekend covering a football game, and in the end, you love it. So find those things in your life that you know will stick around and that you only you can do and only that only you can do and only you can tell so find what makes your heart sing
Speaking on that note of finding what makes your heart sing and your passion keeping you up at night and driving you to get up early in the morning, it kind of makes me touch on when I came into the Red and Black office this afternoon and you asked me how I was doing and how I was managing. And that was like the first time I feel like in a while I was like, that that hit. <laughs> that, that question, it really, I was like, how am I doing? So I want to ask you that question in turn because we both live extremely busy lives and we have a lot of commitments outside of our rigorous class schedule when it comes to us having internships, work, and stuff like that. So how are you managing when you have when you have this burning passion inside of you that makes you want to go, 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 but you also need time to rest and reflect for yourself? That's a really good question. Um, I really like that. And I think that it's something that I also ask my editors because we all have this energy in us to tell these stories, to get the right photo, to get the right story, to get the right lead, to interview the perfect source and there's sometimes it feels like there's a lot of pressure but personally I'm also really picky and a perfectionist um, and I'm just really hard on myself in general so what I've learned is I've only been doing this for a short amount of time I've only been a journalist for two years and I've only been doing photo since January so sometimes I need to take a step back and remember that I have this passion and I have the willingness to take the risks in order to forward my experiences and try new things. But I also need to remember that I am just a human being. I am just a girl. (laughs) And I need to remember that everything takes time. And the best thing I would say is to just take a step back, take a day off, don't get burned out because it's so easy to get burned out from something that you love so much. Take a step back, take a break every once in a while, and just think about something that doesn't have to do with your extremely busy life and take a day off. I think that is good advice, especially in the hustle culture type of environment that we live in, especially in the journalism world where a deadline is God. Like, that is that is king. A deadline, like, if you miss a deadline, that's that's you. So I think... I want to know during that time of you trying to balance everything and stay true to who you are as a person and especially like with us being young adults in this world what's your internal mantra as you go throughout your day and go throughout your work and try to find the balance between work 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 but I want to relax as well because I am in college and I'm not going to be in my early 20s ever again yeah so my internal monologue is very loud (laughs) um I say a lot of things to myself over and over um I also just like ask questions out loud all the time too so one of the things I say is quite literally I'm only in college once like I'm only I'm never gonna be a 21 year old in Athens at the University of Georgia again so whenever an opportunity comes up where I'm about to say no then I'll just say when is this opportunity ever gonna come up again and then I take it and then I go and I take that risk and it always leads to something really cool or really fun or if it sucks then you know for next time that when that opportunity comes you hated it last time so I won't go this time (laughs) Um, and that just comes with like life experience too with just knowing knowing yourself enough to say yes to what you can comfortably take a risk with but also say no to the things that you know you won't like Um, and then also 
this is really random with my super busy days if I just had like a crazy hectic class after meeting after story day then I'll just drive home sit in my car turn off my phone play one song and I just sit in silence and just listen to that song and I just have those three minutes or however long the song is to just think of nothing (laughs) it's weird but it's like a nice just pause and just a moment of science silence in the chaos and it's nice so I recommend for everyone to just take three minutes listen to a song or just sit take a break I agree. So you talked about earlier in the podcast about studying abroad, and you mentioned that we both were roommates, which we were. And I want to talk more about that experience. I honestly didn't know until I transferred to the University of Georgia because I had been out abroad. I studied abroad before, but I didn't know how much of an experience like that that many don't have the opportunity to take. What did you learn studying abroad in Cuba this past summer that you're going to take back to America and apply it to your career and apply it to your way of life? When we were over there, I noticed the first thing of all the Cubans was that that it was a very slow living, very gentle living kind of environment for them. Everyone just kind of had their job, had their family, stuck with their friends, and it was really a community kind of society that was very people-based and it was really nice to see everyone interact in a way that was just very very kind from like what we saw um and it was really cool just to wake up in the morning and then just have breakfast and then not know what we were doing that day and just go with the flow of the schedule and experience things and just say yeah let's go do that that sounds cool let's go explore this lake over here okay And then we would have all the ecology students with us pick up some random shells or bugs and show it to us. And we were like, oh, that's really cool. And just really appreciating everything that was around us. Um, So going with the flow is kind of the biggest takeaway that I took from Cuba. If something doesn't go my way, then it wasn't meant to be. And we just go on to the next thing, go with the flow. If something is not working out with one of my classes or with the paper then I just kind of hands up go with the flow if it's out of my control and there's nothing that I can do right now in this moment to help the situation then I just kind of let it pass and it'll work out on its own and just a very slow it reminds me of the Tai Chi class we took (laughs) and the instructor talked a lot about going with the flow being steady being just grounded in who you are and trusting yourself to know that the decisions you make in that moment right then and there is like the best decision you could have done with the knowledge that you had at the time and if something doesn't work out then it's because you weren't prepared and you didn't have the knowledge that you needed at that time so back to what I said going with the flow and just being kind to yourself if you make mistakes and later on looking back on back later on looking back at it and realizing that it was out of your control oh that's giving me chills it's giving me it's giving uncle iroh from avatar the last airbender and i i agree with you because that is one thing that i did learn from you i feel like i learned a lot from everybody on the trip but i would say two key people were you and jillian when it came to taking 
t- like going with the flow because I'm not a very go with the flow type of person. And so I think doing that and taking risk and being very spontaneous when it comes to like, oh, we want to go do this. All right, let's let's go do it. Instead of like making a plan, p- planning it out, not saying that making plans is bad, but like life comes at you in so many different ways and it twists and turns and stuff like that. And so just being able to literally be in the river, letting it take you, being like water. If there's a rock in the water, you go around it, you go over it, you go in it, however you do, but you're you're experiencing the fullness of whatever that experience is. And the lessons that you learn from that experience is what you needed, whether it went your way or not. That is one thing that I truly did learn. And that was a first experience. I felt like I learned, I had a lot of first experiences with both of you. And I'm truly grateful and thankful for that. Um, no, yeah, I definitely learned a lot from uh, Jillian too. Shout out Jillian. Um, she was so, I've never met a person like her who was so willing to do just what was on her mind in that moment and it just kind of helped me break down my walls of not wanting to mess up the plans or mess up what was going on or just kind of thinking about what I wanted to do in that moment and how it would play out with everyone else and just kind of throwing that aside and just saying well I want to do this right now and then we would all do it as a group or even with the tattoos the day the morning of we were thinking about getting tattoos and Jillian was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. There's a tattoo shop down the block. And we're like, oh, OK. We went and got tattoos. That was a really transformative experience for me. Honestly, if you guys if you and Jillian weren't there with me, I would have chickened out like that was getting getting not only my first tattoo, getting it in a foreign country and getting my belly button pierced was just like mind blowing. Yeah, no, I'm really proud of you for that. Because it was my fourth tattoo, and so it was really exciting to be doing it in a foreign country and with people that I just got close with, so it was really cool. That risk was taken. Exactly. I think, especially, like, not even us just taking risks academically and when it comes to our future, but even in our personal lives as well, because I feel like in college, we are kind of groomed to be, like, work, 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 only focus on the deadlines, only focus on the assignments, but you're not living as well. So I feel like, yes, we are groomed in a way to always focus on what we need to do, but also we need to focus on what we want to do. What is our heart telling us that we want to do? And kind of like touching on what you said in the experience of, I want to do this, so I'm going to go do it. And we did it. And that was just like something that I wasn't really accustomed to, or now that I take with anything else that I do, especially like this is the first podcast episode. It was really, it's really scary, but it's a good, it's, I'm learning in the experience and I'm loving the experience of the unknown. And that is like, I feel like the biggest lesson that I did learn from Cuba and just life in general from this past summer. Cause I feel like it's been a crazy summer. Yeah, no, exactly. Jump into the unknown. I love that phrase. That reminds me of like when I changed my major, took all these risks, took on the editor in chief role. And it was just really swallowing myself whole into the unknown. And it's so scary. But if something scares you, then you should do it because it's only going to help you grow. It's only going to change your experience. It's only going to make your life more full. So I, I agree with you. I feel like there hasn't been any there hasn't been anything that we have done 
I would say from the from the like I feel like I've known you for a while and I've only like officially known you for like four months when I was like hey you want to be my roommate on for Cuba and I DM'd you on Instagram but I think from like the person that I know you to be and from who I know from who I know myself to be that us taking risks there has not been an opportunity even with opportunities not going the way that we want where it's been like we've landed flat on our behind no help no support and absolutely desolate when it comes to like tenacity of wanting to do more and wanting to go after what we want in college so like Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to end this podcast what is one thing that you could tell someone that's like okay well they have these really good experiences they have the support system they have the help but I, I just have me like what do you what do you tell that person to help motivate them that it's not like you were not in it alone just like we learned in Cuba even though we were Americans and they were completely different from us we had a completely different cultural background upbringing but we are all still human at the end of the day and we had each other there the biggest thing I would say is to just keep going keep your focus on what you want to do what is it kind of like what I said earlier what are the things that only you can do only the stories that you can tell And that's not just in journalism stories, but your own personal stories. How can you spread your identity, your mission, your background, your passions? How can you translate that into what you do and have that kind of fuel what you want to do in your life? And a lot of times it's easy for, especially freshmen um, in college, to feel like you're all alone. But really, if you have yourself, you're not alone you have you which is so powerful to think about um and there's always someone in your corner there always is whether that's your family your parents a professor a classmate a club a friend a neighbor (laughs) um a coworker. then really just don't be afraid to just keep going I watched this movie on Netflix last year and it talked about the refugees swimming in the, it was swimming across an ocean in order to make a safe passage. And they just kept saying like, like stay in your lane, swim your own race. And that stuck with me because they weren't focused on anything else that was going outside of them. They were just focused on their own lane and they were just swimming. And that's ultimately what got them to safety and got them to a whole new world and I just keep thinking about that. I think it's called The Swimmers on Netflix. Um, I'm blanking out on their names, but they were on the Olympic refugee swimming team in 2013, 2012, 2012, I think it was. And it was just really inspiring. So know that you're not alone and take breaks, take time for yourself. Um, go do the things that you want to do. Experience life fully as a college student. I know that when we were freshmen, we had COVID, so we weren't able to take those risks. And I think that's probably one of the things that we regret the most. So yeah, do everything you can. Say yes to everything. Thank you. I want to, I really appreciate you, Liz, coming on the podcast, making the time, being the very first guest of this semester. I think this is be a really great episode. And I think people will appreciate the advice, the life experiences, the ups and downs that you shared and I am forever grateful for being for you being my Cuban roomie and for us being able to have this experience together so thank you again for being the first podcast guest of this season
Thanks for having me. And thanks for the thoughtful questions. They really helped me reflect on my own kind of well-being and my own risk-taking. So this was great. I'm glad. This has been The Front Page. The Front Page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company. Make sure to download our app and keep up with us on social media. Don't forget to check out our other weekly podcast, Between the Headphones, a UGA sports podcast. We hope to see you next week.